Are there times when you feel overwhelmed with bad news from around the world? As we enter a new year, it may be tempting to think that things will just get worse and worse and worse. Jonathan Ekman leads VOM's international ministry work around the globe, and he has a much more encouraging outlook. These are without question the most exciting days to be alive in the history of the church. There has never been a time like right now. And I'm confident that was true in 2019, and I know it'll be true in 2020, that God will continue to move in the earth. Jesus never promised his followers an easy path. In fact, he told his disciples that the world would hate them. He sent them out as sheep among wolves. Jesus' words came true in the life of the apostles, and they're still coming true today in the lives of his followers around the world. Join host Todd Nettleton as we hear their inspiring stories and learn how we can help right now on the Voice of the Martyrs Radio Network. Welcome again to the Voice of the Martyrs Radio. My name is Todd Nettleton, and we're in our studio in Bartlesville, Oklahoma today with Jonathan Ekman. He is the Vice President of International Ministry here at the Voice of the Martyrs. He has been our guest previously, and uh, we also shared a message from him called The Gospel Wildfire. I would encourage you to go to vomradio.net and listen to that message. Jonathan, Happy New Year. Welcome back to Voice of the Martyrs Radio. Thanks, Todd. It's great to be here. I know we want to look forward in our time together today, but I want to start by looking back. So let's look back to 2019 as it relates to overseas international ministry here at VOM. What are the things that you're most thankful that God allowed VOM to do in 2019 as far as international ministry? Well, I, I think I would start by saying just the, the way the Lord has allowed us to expand our response to persecution uh, God continues to bring good staff to us, which allows us to go further and further in uh, coming alongside our brothers and sisters when they're persecuted. So being able to see that work expand in places like Nigeria and even India is a great blessing to me to be able to, to come alongside our brothers and sisters uh, in their time of need. I, I think also just the distribution of Bibles. There are many places in the world where last year it got more difficult, uh, but God allowed us to uh, hit our goals of distributing scriptures uh, on the world's most difficult and hostile mission fields. So it was a great year. And I know the last few years it's been more than a million Bibles. Is that also true in 2019? Yeah, about 1.2, between 1.2 and 1.3 million Bibles last year. Wow, that's amazing. And I know you mentioned your staff, and I know it's growing. What What's the number now as far as international ministry staff, and, and how many places are they from? So I have the privilege of leading a team of about 60 individuals, 25 nationalities based in 24 countries around the world. <laughs> and we're active in more than 70 countries. Okay, so we look back to 2019. Let's look forward uh, to 2020 and, and this new year. Uh, are there some new efforts, some new areas, some new things that, that you're excited about as you look ahead to 2020 as it relates to Voice of the Martyrs ministry? I, not so much new as just continuing to expand uh, the work. Uh, when we talk about persecution response, it's a very, for lack of a better term, very labor-intensive ministry because you have to go and, and find those those who've been persecuted sit with them, understand what their needs are, and then try to meet those needs. Let, and, let me break in. For, for those of our listeners who don't know what that looks like, persecution response, give us a little bit of a window of 
what we consider persecution response here at VOM. So persecution response for us is coming alongside those who've suffered or lost for the activity of their faith. So what that would look like on a practical level is one of our staff learning of a a pastor who's been imprisoned uh, or who's been beaten, let's say in India, and going to that family and sitting with that family and figuring out what are the needs that they have. Do they have medical bills that need to be paid? Are there legal fees that are going to come? Do they need a new place to live? Maybe they've been forced out of where they're living. And then our team will work to try to, to meet those needs. And that's a very labor-intensive thing. So as God continues to build the staff, we continue to, to be able to do more and more of that and do that in a way where it's, it's very much sitting with them, praying with them, crying with them, and, and being a true brother uh, in Christ to our, our family who've suffered. Where are some areas where you see we'll be able to do more of that or or maybe where there is more persecution, so we're going to have to do more of that? Well, we're seeing it in India in particular right now. There's a lot of unrest right now in India due to a citizenship bill. Uh, often when there's this unrest, the Christians are vulnerable because there are just protests and it's an opportunity to uh, to come after the Christians. So we, we see it growing there. We see the, the increase in Hindu nationalism and the growth of Hindu nationalists, kind of the militant side of Hindu nationalism, the RSS. Uh, so that's a real threat. And we've seen an increase in persecution there over the last couple of years. Continuing to watch China and what's happening with China. And I know you'll have Bob Fu on soon. And, and I think that will be uh, very telling for our, our listeners. I think it will, too. We're going to have Bob Fu, who is the head of the China Aid Association, next week here on Voice of the Martyrs Radio. Today we're talking with Jonathan Ekman. He is the vice president of international ministry at VOM. Jonathan, let's talk a little more about China because we know things have changed in China. We know things have tightened up. Uh, we have talked about the security cameras. We've talked about how they're watching. Uh, the, the world is talking about a million-plus Muslims who've been locked in camps. How, how is that affecting the practical reality of VOM delivering help to persecuted Christians in China? And I know there's probably parts of the answer to that question you can't say on the radio, uh, but how much more challenging is it for you and for the team that works in China under these new regulations? It's very challenging, but it's also encouraging to me as I look at our team, our China team, and the work that they've done over the last couple of years to really, honestly, to prepare for this. Kind of lay the foundation. So so we really see that our Bible distribution efforts uh, in China, by God's grace, won't be impacted this year. We think we'll be able to do as many Bibles in 2020 as we did in 2019, Wow, which is an answer to prayer. Yeah. And then continuing, it is more difficult because of the surveillance state to be able to actually go and sit with persecuted Christians. But we have some ways that we've uh, developed over the last few years to be able to do that. So it is a very serious situation in China. Uh, we are prayerfully optimistic that God will continue to allow us to, uh, to impact our brothers and sisters there. How do you think about the security of your team when in a place like that where— you know, China has locked up not just Chinese Christians. They've locked up foreigners. Uh, you were here. You're our staff member. Peter Yasek was imprisoned in Sudan. How do you think about that as it relates to your staff and to the places where you're sending them? 
Well, I think it's something that's always in the back of my mind. But it's also true that we've worked very hard to prepare our staff. We also believe that we are a ministry that serves persecuted brothers and sisters, some of the boldest people I've ever met. And it would be very odd for us if our staff were not as bold. So our staff, we're willing to go. Our staff has counted the costs before they come. And it's something that we talk about often. So, yes, we, we worry sometimes. I, I should say I worry sometimes about staff. Uh, but at the same time, I'm confident that, that if something were to happen, we would be able to respond, that our staff would be prepared, and that God would be with us in the midst of that, just like he's with our brothers and sisters in these hostile fields. Jonathan, I know there's a preparation process for your staff, even you know as you're sending them out. And that's not just for them, it's also for their spouse. Talk a little bit about how you ask those hard questions and really get them ready to go into these places and to put themselves at risk. Sure. It begins even before we hire them. Uh, the last step in the hiring process is a meeting uh, with the candidate's spouse uh, in my office in which I am very direct about what we're going to ask the spouse to do. And that is 80 to 100 days a year, we're going to send them into the world's most difficult and dangerous mission fields. And the spouse has to be okay with that. And if they're not, this isn't going to work. (laughs) Um, So we begin even there. But we have policies and procedures in place that that describe exactly what will happen if one of our staff is taken on the field, what will happen with their family and how we will respond as Voice of the Martyrs. So we we have taken care of that, at least in, in, in theory. And we learned with Peter Yasek that it worked. Uh, we were able to take care of Peter's family uh, while he was in prison. And one of the things that that involved, and I think uh, your staff was watching through that experience with Peter, you got on an airplane and went to the Czech Republic, what, every month, every other month, to sit down with Peter's family and say, okay, let's. how are you guys doing? What's going on? So it wasn't just, hey, call on the phone and say, hey, we're thinking about you. It was you got on an airplane and flew 20 hours uh, to sit down with them. Right. And it really was Cole Richards, our president, and I talking about if I were in prison and there were some big decision that needed to be made or some big turn in the case, I wouldn't want someone to just call my wife. I would want someone to sit at my kitchen table with my family and explain exactly what's happening. And that's what we did. So, yeah, seven times in 15 months, I made a trip to Prague to meet with Peter's family. But your staff was watching that, and they know they put themselves at risk. My spouse is going to be treated well. My spouse is going to be taken care of as well. So I think that also builds confidence in your staff to to be able to go into these places and not worry about what's happening at home. Well, and this is one of the biggest uh, threats. When, when someone is taken, whether they're kidnapped or arrested, they're worried about their family. What's happening to my family? And we want our staff to know, don't worry about that. We'll take care of your family. You have no worries about that. So focus on where you are and how we get you home. We talked a little bit about changes in China. We talked a little bit about India and how things are changing there. Are there other countries where maybe our work is is shifting either because the, the priorities on the ground are shifting or because the persecution is, is changing in that country? Um, I think there's, there's several countries in which just unrest in the country is impacting 
our ability to work, our ability to, to move funds and things like that. Lebanon is a great example right now. There's tremendous unrest in Lebanon. And, and we can look at countries like Iran and different places like that around the world. We, because we work broadly with uh, a lot of partners, um, especially indigenous partners, we're able to work in a lot of those situations where if we didn't have those relationships, we wouldn't be able to. So uh, we watch those situations, but we don't worry too much about them. One of your jobs here at Voice of the Martyrs is managing partnerships. And you just talked about our indigenous partners. There are also mission ministry partners like YWAM, like Operation Mobilization. We've had some of their leadership here on Voice of the Martyrs Radio over the months. Talk about the importance of those partnerships uh, and talk about the reception you get when you call up and say, hey, I'm Jonathan. I'm from Voice of the Martyrs. I'd love to come and meet with you uh, because there really is an amazing open door for VOM in some of these relationships. Yeah, it's one of the things I love uh, about my job is part of my role is to represent VOM to the broader missions community. In 2019, I met with the leaders of 38 different mission agencies, really across a spectrum, you know, from the Operation Mobilization, YWAM's International Mission Board, down to the Mennonite Brethren Mission, you know. And uh, yeah, w when we contact them, uh, when I call, we often are received very well because we're not competitive. We're, we're complementary to other mission agencies. We're coming along and we want to help them when they face persecution, when their teams face persecution, when their networks that they're working with in the field are persecuted. So it's incredible. And I'm, I'm so encouraged to look at the missions community in, in the West and see this growing unity and this real focus on completing the Great Commission. The, the days of kind of a tribalism kind of thing, we do our thing, you do your thing. Uh, we see that less and less these days and more of kind of multi-organizational partnerships and, and uh, strategies working together. And, and it's so exciting to see. So, it's almost like a family, like the, it fam is. the family of God working it, together. It is. It's very exciting to see. <laughs> We're talking today on Voice of the Martyrs Radio with Jonathan Ekman. He is the Vice President of International Ministry here at the Voice of the Martyrs. So he leads all of our international work, our overseas work, coming alongside persecuted Christians. Jonathan, we have listeners who are listening to this interview, and they want to come and work for you. <laughs> they, they have heard the stories of what VOM does. They've heard the stories of what your staff does, and they say, wow, I want to do that. What are the kinds of people that you're recruiting and, and asking to join our team? So I often say VOM is never your first job in missions. We're usually your last, uh, not because I'm going to get you killed, I hope. Um, <laughs> That's but, an important <laughs> distinction. But more, more to the fact that we are looking for uh, experienced field missionaries who have uh, extensive time in the field, living on the field, uh, working cross-culturally. Often at our conferences, we'll meet young people who say, oh, I want to come work for you. I always say, go to the field. Right. If you're part of a denomination and your denomination has a mission agency, join them and go and spend time in the field. If you don't, Operation Mobilization, YWAM, there's hundreds and hundreds of mission agencies out there. Go and get some experience. Go and learn. A, a great first step even before that is take the Perspectives on the Worldwide Christian Movement course 
They give that all over the country. It's 16 weeks long. It's an incredible course. And go learn to begin to see the world through the, the lens of the Great Commission and what that would look like. But really, everyone who's listening could join our staff as far as praying. It's the number one request we get. Uh, we've met with, just like you, we've met with hundreds and hundreds of persecuted Christians. It's often the first thing they ask, will you pray for me? So I think getting our prayer guides and, and beginning to really make it a ministry that you pray for our brothers and sisters. And we do. In fact, uh, this month we have a brand new global prayer guide available from the Voice of the Martyrs. It is free. We will send you one for nothing. Uh, We want to equip you to pray and to pray for our brothers and sisters around the world. Jonathan, you mentioned the the mission experience that you want somebody to have. There's a little bit of a shift, though, that comes with working at VOM from sort of the hands-on I'm doing to... I'm equipping and helping the local church to do for themselves. Talk a little bit about that shift. Sure. This is usually where we find our staff, right, is an experienced missionary who needs to come back to the States, for example, uh, because of family situations, aging parents, those types of things. So when our staff, uh, really their role is to be the silent partner. So if you're at a point in your career where you don't have to be up front, training, and you don't have to be the one who's planting the churches, but you can sit in the back and kind of enable this stuff to move forward, that's that's our staff. That's the sweet spot. That is the sweet spot of being able to come alongside and be completely content and blessed just to watch our brothers and sisters continue to take the Great Commission forward. It, it's some of the most exciting stuff in the world, uh, is to sit in a meeting and know that that you've worked hard and and you've put a lot of effort into this meeting that's happening right now, and you're not going to say a word in that meeting. And no one in that meeting has a clue who you are or what you've done. It's both humbling and incredibly exciting to see that happen. And that's what our staff does week after week. And I know a lot of the people that Voice of the Martyrs helps around the world they never hear about Voice of the Martyr. They they have no idea where this Bible came from or where this, you know, how this lawyer got paid to represent them after they're charged with a crime. How how does that work? How, how do you do that so that the help gets delivered, but it doesn't come back to VOM? We're always trying to work through the local church. So if we're going to help, if we're going to help pay your legal fees because you got arrested, uh, we're going to do that through the local church. And we're going to ask the local church to not tell you where that came from. Part of that is because Voice of the Martyrs can often be detrimental to your case, right. that you are somehow linked to Voice of the Martyrs. Or the, the price goes up. <laughs> or the price goes up tremendously. So, yeah, we try to work through, through local churches or we work through different denominations, mission networks uh, to try to get the help to people. Rarely would they ever have a clue that it was Voice of the Martyrs that helped them. That's actually one of my favorite things about our ministry. Me too. Me too. It's like, hey, Christians helped you. Don't worry about who or how or what organization was involved. We're talking today on Voice of the Martyrs Radio with Jonathan Ekman. He is the Vice President of International Ministry here at VOM. Jonathan, as, as we look at 2020, this new year, what are your greatest challenges in your role here at VOM? I think our greatest challenge is to continue to build our staff. We still need more staff. I think the other challenge is 
is helping to lead in a way that we are conscious and very attentive to the changing needs in our fields. Uh, one of the things that VOM prides itself on is being able to be very fluid, being able to shift very quickly as things change on the field. And they are changing constantly. And they change I mean, constantly. We talked about China. We talked about India. We talked about how they, even from month to month in some cases, yeah. the reality is changing. Well, and I'm very, I'm so proud of our regional directors. You know, we have four regional directors who are close to the ground and they are constantly, they have their finger on the pulse of what's happening in their regions. And their ability to respond quickly to change is so essential to our work getting accomplished. What's your favorite part of your job? I love the fact that God has given me a front row seat to what he's doing in the earth. I hear stories every day. Uh, I read email every day from around the world of what God is doing. And I say it everywhere I go. These are without question the most exciting days to be alive in the history of the church. There has never been a time like right now. And I'm confident that was true in 2019. And I know it'll be true in 2020 that God will continue to move in the earth and, and the fact that we get to see it, that we live at this time when God is moving among Muslims and Hindus like never before, uh, man, what a blessing. Makes you excited to come to work every day. It does. It also makes me encourage people that if you find yourself afraid these days, you should turn off your television and pick up your Bible and a VOM <laughs> newsletter and see what God is doing. Amen. I second that. And by the way, if you don't get the Voice of the Martyrs magazine, you can click on the link at vomradio.net. Free. It says free magazine. Just click there. Give us your name and address. We will send that to you free of charge. Jonathan, last question. We we always like to wrap up by equipping our listeners to pray. Uh, you've talked about your international staff. You've talked about the conversations you have with them to, to get them ready for the challenges of working at VOM. But what are some specific ways that we can pray for your team as they are really the hands and feet of VOM reaching into these 70 plus countries? My top request every time for our staff is that, that we be men and women of God. I, I tell our guys often that if you're a man of God, woman of God, you can do this job. If you're not, you won't be able to do this job no matter how gifted you are. So, so I would ask our, our listeners to pray for our staff that they would, they would stay close to Jesus. And it's a difficult job that, that we're asking them to do, and, and it's essential that they do that. I think the other is, is just to give them wisdom and discernment. There are so many opportunities. There are so many needs. And, and being able to be in the situation, you've been there, Todd, to be in the village and see a situation and, and be able to make that decision about whether that's a VOM project or not. Because often it's a very good project. It's something that needs to happen, but it may not be a VOM project. That's a, that's a real challenge for our staff is to be able to have that wisdom, that discernment in that moment to make the right decision. And then I, I think just the, the empathy and the, the warmth with our brothers and sisters to be able to sit in a, in a house and weep with those who weep right? And to rejoice with those who rejoice. So that our, our team would have that and, and would be able to be not just a, a material blessing to our brothers and sisters, but a spiritual blessing mm -hmm. as well. Amen. I want to encourage you as we start off this new year to commit 
to pray, pray for persecuted Christians around the world. We would also love to have you pray for VOM uh, and for Jonathan's staff who are going into these 70-plus hostile and restricted nations where Christians are persecuted to help to understand the situation, and as he has said, most importantly, just to encourage, just to be there, to hear the story, to cry together, to pray together, uh, and really represent the body of Christ to those who are suffering for the name of Jesus. Jonathan, it is always fun when we get to have these conversations. Thank you for being with us. Thank you for your service to VOM and, and to the kingdom. It's a pleasure, Todd. You've been listening to The Voice of the Martyrs Radio. As always, if you want to hear more, you can go to vomradio.net. Jonathan has been our guest before. I also mentioned earlier we have a message from him called The Gospel Wildfire. You can just search for Gospel Wildfire. You will find that. I would encourage you to listen to that. And I would encourage you to be back next week. We're going to have Bob Fu. He is the head and the founder of the China Aid Association. We're going to talk about the changes in China. We're going to talk about what persecution looks like as we start out 2020 in China. You won't want to miss that. We will, again, equip you to pray for Christians in China. So I hope you'll be back with us next week right here on the Voice of the Martyrs Radio Network.